This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Ever wonder about the stories of the women around you? We wanted to create an intentional space for women to share the wisdom they have gained through life experiences. Tune in to be in awe of some of the Wonder Woman in our midst. Wondering Woman on ORFM Dunedin. Kia ora and welcome back to Wondering Woman. Today our hosts are myself, Kahurangi, and we also have Amy. Kia ora. <laughs> uh, we have an awesome guest today. Her name is Carmel Tupelu. Uh, and I'm just going to hand it over to her to give a little intro onto herself and anything else that she would like to add. Kia ora, Mel. Kia ora. Um, so I'm Mel. I am 20. So I'm from Wellington and I'm currently in Dunedin study a Bachelor of Science, majoring in chemistry. Um, I'm Samoan PNG and... I think the main reason, oh, I moved here 2016, so when I was 15, for for study. Cool. And um, both my parents are in the medical field, so I guess that's kind of the reason why I got pushed into the sciences. <laughs> <laughs> so you moved to Wellington in 2016, did you say? Yep, from Samoa. From Samoa. Oh, mm. lovely Samoa. <laughs> very diff- sorry very different environment yeah was it a big adjustment for you um yeah like um I think one was the weather it <laughs> yeah. was the education system it was quite a bit different but it was I find the one in here in New Zealand like easier to adjust to oh yeah oh, that's good and did you have other family in, in Wellington, or was it just you and your immediate family that moved over and didn't know anyone? Um, no, we had a few, so we stayed with our um, my dad's sister. They were nice enough to let us stay with them for a year just so we can adjust and like mm. get our old house. That's awesome. Mm. Mm. That's really helpful eh, to have someone yeah, to help you ease cool. into a new place and country. Yeah. So going to your studies... Um, what is it that you would like to do after after you finish the papers that you're currently doing, if um, you know? Or, like, originally, um, I came to Dunedin trying to get into uh, medicine. Yep. I wanted to get into surgery, but um, there were a few setbacks. <laughs> but it, it was good, though, like because uh, I did not do well in my first, first year. Yep. It just made, um, it put me in a different path, which was still all good. I discovered new courses. So right now I'm doing a Bachelor of Science and I think I'm leaning more towards the research side of science. <clears throat> oh, cool. Because I still want to help people in the medical field. Yeah. But I know now medicine isn't the only one. Mm. Like, that's a good thing that you learn. Yeah, sorry to cut you off. But that's a good mm. thing you learn too when um, you study something that you're not quite sure about, you figure mm. out if it's for you or if it's not and then from that you also find other pathways that you can still do what you would like to do but just in a different way and in a different aspect um, studying something different but still being able to put out what you wanted to originally I, I understand that as well mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> I think it's like um, on my first year or first two years like I did fail twice 
So it was like a big like, oh no, I didn't do well. But then yeah. I've met a lot of people that like, oh, like it's all right to fail. Like one door closes, another one opens. That's right. That's really good. And and you know, you just try something, don't you? And you yeah. don't know till you try if it's if it's for you or not. Exactly. Are both your parents? Um, you said they're both in medical fields. Yeah. Um, so my mom's a nurse, and my dad, he's a doctor. Well, he was a doctor, but I think right now he's more, he's not practicing anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because he can't get his license here. That's all right. Mm. But you have you been quite inspired by watching your parents yeah. and their careers and, and what they've done? Yeah, I was at the start. So if you weren't studying, what do you think that you'd be doing? What's something else that you wanted to strive towards for you, for yourself, and not because of you know, um, something that your family has been doing or your family has wanted for you, but something that you've wanted for yourself, if you've thought about it. I actually wanted to, like, open, like, an orphanage. I don't know, because I've been oh, watching a lot wow. of <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I wanted, like, a school orphanage and, like, I don't know, have cooking classes in there too, like, probably, like, maybe cook, but, like, open an orphanage. Wow. That's so amazing. And you, so you said um, that you would cook. Do you like cooking? Um, I enjoy it, enjoy it now since I'm locked down. <laughs> <laughs> You're so modest. You're a good cook. Mm. So Mal, for our listeners, she cooks a lot. Um, and because she flats at the moment as well. And when she cooks a meal, she never cooks a meal just for her, but she always cooks enough for everyone else in the flat as well. Mm. Mostly, one of the reasons is because she doesn't like eating by herself. (laughs) And another reason is because she just has that uh, kind of aspect about herself that we call um, manakitanga. She likes caring and looking after other people. Mm. Um, And that's a big thing that Mel has, which is amazing. It's great that Samoan hospitality, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's natural in in the culture. Yeah, and also I've actually um, been thinking about that as well, opening up an orphanage. It's on and off, though, in my mind, um, because I one of the aspects of myself is I really do want to open up a home or um, even a foster home, Um, not at the moment, but when I'm older, um, just to be able to have a safe space for kids and not just kids who don't have a family, but kids who um, who are struggling in, in their family that they're in, and just for a space to be able to come over, you know, during the day um, and have some activities for them and other people their age and that understand each other just for... Um, to feel love, I guess, is a big part of it, <coughs> and to feel cared for. And, yeah, so I really like that. That's cool. We, we need to talk about that more later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You both share that manakitanga, that, that um, desire to look after and care for others. It's yes. inspiring. starts with thyself, though. So at the moment, I'm just been focusing on myself and giving myself that love and care <laughs> until it's all full and I'm all filled up with that, and then I can just, it'll just leak out onto others. Yeah. yeah. So had you thought about where, Mel, would you do it here or back in Samoa, or had you thought about um, where to open up an orphanage? I wasn't really thinking about where, hmm. um, but probably in Samoa because I'm, <clears throat> I am like growing up. Our family used to do these like children's classes, hmm. like these um 
it was mainly because of our faith as well. Mm. And um, we used to like every weekend have like kids of the village come over, have food, sing mm. songs, like learn, paint a few. So I'll probably in Samoa. Yeah. So yeah, I haven't really thought together. about it yet. <laughs> so but you, it is something you, I want to do. That's amazing. So you grew mm-hmm. up with just that model of look look out for the village and care yeah. for others. And mm-hmm. Like, I'm just used to always having people around the house. Mm. Like, a lot of people. So I think here, I feel like my flatmates get annoyed with it after a while because everyone I see, I'm like, oh, yo, come over eat. <laughs> come, yeah. come and eat. <laughs> Literally, that's exactly what you do. Or you just message and say, you know, just come over any time. There's always food or I can make some. Or um, when I was sick, actually, I remember you messaging saying, oh, sis, are you okay? Like, I can make you a kai and then just bring it over. And I was, I was just, it's, it's so amazing to, to have people that care about you in that way, especially food-wise because mm-hmm. food is expensive and, but, and it takes time <laughs> as well. You feel really loved when someone makes you yeah. some food, don't you? It's a real yeah. act of love and care. And kindness. Kindness. I just want to back up a little because you did say that um, it was a big part of your faith. And so I just wanted to ask um, what your faith is and if you mm. could talk about it a little bit. Oh, so um, If that's okay with you, you don't have to. <laughs> no problem. So um, my mum, she, she practices the Baha'i, the Baha'i faith. Yes. Yeah. And we kind of just grew up with it. And I really like that. Like, I'm very open to other religions. But I think I take in more of the Baha'i faith value. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about, I know a little bit about Baha'i, but can you sort of explain its sort of philosophy or um, like the way it works? And Um, how it differs from other um, faiths as well. hmm. I could, I'm probably not the best person, but um, what I think the Baha'i faith is, Hmm. from my own understanding is... um, we, I think it believes in like God's sins and manifestations and that's more like the messengers of God and each messenger is sent through at a certain time period when the world needs it. Hmm. So like um, there's a um, God sent in Abraham during that time to help with the world's problem during that time. Krishna, Moses, like Jesus, they sent them through and um, we believe this time period is for the the Baha'u'llah. Baha- so the Baha'i faith, they sent through him during this time and his teachings are relevant for this time. Mm, yeah. So it's like a combination of like all, I just see it as like primary and college, like going through that stage. So like you're learning something from each stage and then right now it's like university level. So everything else is relevant, but the teachings right now is what we need for this time. So God sort of sends a prophet when it's needed yeah. to teach the world what what God thinks the world is needing at that time. Mm. And did you say the last one was Bahala? Is that right? Um, to my understanding, yes. Mm. Like right, like his teachings are relevant for the problems of right now. And where did is it like when and where did Bahala arrive? Uh Good question. I would do my research and I'll tell you. <laughs> okay, cool. I just wonder if it was recently or like hundreds of years ago. Or oh, yeah. It probably was hundreds of oh, years wow. ago. Okay. Yeah. I know a little bit about Baha'i. Um, just add to that, uh, because when my, my sister moved here last year and uh, she moved in with me, uh, she was also a part of a community that uh, studied uh, the Baha'i faith back mm. in Gisborne. 
and when the person who was running uh, that group found out that my sister moved down here, he got in contact with me to ask if it'll be okay if he got in contact um, with people who also um, followed a Baha'i faith here for my sister to continue that learning. Mm-hmm. And so I said yes to him and got in contact with them and we met them. And because my sister was learning it, I wanted to be a part of that as well. So mm-hmm. if she had any questions, then I could answer or um, just to be a part of something with her as well, which was awesome. Uh, and I really um, do believe and enjoy the Baha'i faith and their beliefs and how they they view the world and um, the difference that it has uh, throughout the the faiths, the other faiths as well. I'm not. I don't know much about it. I'm still learning, still on mm. the um, <coughs> the the bottom growing level. But yeah, I do enjoy the Baha'i faith. Does it share principles with other faiths like love and kindness? Like, is that a big part of their motivation mm. or the Baha'i faith? Yes, um, it is, and a big part of it too is the last thing I was learning. You don't. End it with amen when you're doing a prayer. Mm-hmm. It just kind of finishes mm-hmm. um, at the end of it and you just give it a second and then we carry on. And also uh, it's all about kind of looking in towards yourself and self-growth and that self-learning kind of similar to, you know, don't... Um, harm thy neighbours there are a lot of similarities but I think it's just done differently Mm. or taught differently maybe Mm. but I'm still learning Mm. Um, but I do want to actually start getting back into it so that this is awesome I'm really loving this (laughs) so are you still doing I'm sorry Mal are Mm. you still learning or going to groups um, for Baha'i while you're in Dunedin I haven't gone recently (laughs) But um, me and my sister, because I flat with my sister, we we would say our contribution is always have trying to have prayers every evening, like, like seven, we'll try to pray together, just pray for everyone. Yeah. Even if we can't like participate in any of their activities, the least we could do is like just pray for everyone's safety. Mm. Yeah. That is awesome. And I also wanted to ask as well, when I know that some of the Baha'i activities start again, would you like to come? Yeah, I- I'll be keen to go now that my time temple is very flexible as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'll I'll get in contact with you after this and we'll sort out more <laughs> <Yeah>. details. <laughs> Making plans on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> and for anyone else as well who um, is interested in learning more about this faith or just interested in ha- having a look and um, mm. giving it a listen, um, please contact us um, through the radio station and they'll get in contact and let us know. Oh, so how how was lockdown for you and your flat, Mel? Oh, <laughs> um, it was good. We actually got to like bond a bit because um before lockdown, we're all, we're just always in and out of the house. We're never properly home. Mm. The only time we see each each other is like the weekends when I'm like, okay, I made some time and like come and eat because I'm used to eating on Sundays together with with like my family. Mm. So I want to keep that here, but. No, it was good. It's just I've been sleeping too much. <laughs> <laughs> and and the university is going to keep um, learning online, aren't they, until... Yeah, we are. Yeah, to keep it mm. more consistent. And how's that going for you? Um, I've just started getting back into, like, a routine. Mm. Like, when lockdown happened, I was like, oh, it's all right. I'll, I'll study it later. I'll, I'll do it later. <laughs> yeah. Plenty of time. Mm. Like, so... 
So if you had some advice for other listeners about online learning, what, what have you learned as helpful? Um, pretend it's work. Mm. Like Act like it's your job and watch it on time. Like at that moment, don't leave it. Because mm. one lecture could go to 20 lecture catching up to them. Mm. Yeah, that's a really good advice. Pretend yeah. it's work. I try to do that as well with what I do. Mm. Instead of saying, I'll do this later, I just give a time frame to it. And I'm mm. like, if this is, you know, definite and I need to get this done and it's really important, mm. I'll do it. And then you, it just changes your whole mindset. <laughs> it's also good when you when there's, when you achieve something from it and it's not just, oh, I got to get this done. Mm. Um, it's cool when you say, cool, when I get this done, I can do this. And you give you, uh, uh, what's the word, an, an achievement or a treat for um, once you've completed it because then it gives you more motivation to uh, try and get it done. Hmm. Cool. It's just such a different. I'm just thinking about the online learning and even this yeah. interview today. So um, Kahu and I are in the studio, yes. and Mel's um, calling in through Zoom because mm. we're abiding by the level two revised <laughs> rules. Yes. So it's and it, and we're looking at a computer screen with Mel's name on it, but. Like, I actually don't know what Mel looks like. I've never met her before. So this is, it's just all so different, the way we're communicating and working and doing things. Yeah, because online, it, you, you can't feel the other person's presence. Mm. And when your your presence are all together, um, it's it's so much easier to talk and because you can feel other people's energy and you kind of just, I'm not too sure what the word is, my mind's blocking, but you just, you feed off each other. Yeah, there's a and synergy. And the conversation just mm. flows, and it's so beautiful, but can definitely feel the difference through Zoom, even though it's still beautiful. You know? It is. Like, yeah, I'm grateful that we're still able to be able to do this for the show and for you guys, our beautiful listeners. <laughs> yeah, we, we do find ways, and we're constantly learning, aren't we? That's one thing I've found about lockdown and because communication to me is really important and mm. like you can use Facebook and Zoom and all these things and they might not be as good as meeting in person but mm. it's better than nothing eh like yeah. otherwise we just wait in our own little bubbles and have no other contact until but it's so much easier in person because mm. you know if there's of these problems if there's something you need to sort out it kind of gets confusing mm. over social media mm. um, and through the internet. And when you're face-to-face, you can feel the energy and what they're trying to say mm. and um, what they're wanting to come across. And so, yeah, it's a lot of learning and adapting mm. um, lockdown has taught me. Mm. Mm. But that's good. It's good for life. It's needed for life. So many oh, obstacles, yeah. yeah, coming our way. And if you learn how to adapt around those, then things just go more smoothly. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I've been communicating with my family who are back in Minnesota online for two and a half years now. and I mean, for 20 years, but only online for the last two and a half since mm. I can't go back there. And 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 I do, th- I'm always grateful for the fact that I can see their faces yes. still. Like, mm. if I had immigrated, you know, 200 years ago, I would have maybe got a letter every six months if oh, I was lucky. Imagine that. I know. Yes. So, but it... It isn't the same. Like nothing beats a hug and and yes. contacting people, as you say, see their face in the flesh. But um, but I am grateful that we have something 
you know. And I think that's a, well, just in my opinion, it's a real big uh, spiritual and emotional connection when you see people face to face rather than when you see their face for a screen, mm-hmm. because you know your your spirit like you connect to each other, and mm. um, when you're in the same area and. I just imagined seeing my nan. I'm very homesick mm. in person. So I imagined it in person, and I'm very happy right now. But now I'm very sad because. <laughs> um, but I get to see my family next month. Oh, um, off topic, but still on the same line um, mm. of lockdown, and I'm very excited. I haven't seen them for around uh, nine months now. This is the longest time mm. I haven't seen my grandma or my family back home. So. Very excited to see them all, yeah. And I can't wait to fill up my cup of um, my cup of love, family love. Mm. And yeah, cool. What about you, Mel? Have you been back to Wellington much to see your your far now? Uh, last time I went was during the two week break. So hopefully, end of this year, I'll go back. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sending good luck, love to you. Um, hopefully, our COVID. Um, eases and people stick to the regulations and um, get their vaccinations. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can. You. Yeah, you're welcome. So we're going to finish up here, Mel. Our time's just spot up, but um, I don't know if Kahu mentioned to you that we always finish our show with the same question for each guest. Yeah. And the question is, um, if you could give your younger self some advice. Um, if you could have talked to yourself when you were younger and give yourself advice to make life a bit easier today, what do you wish you could have told little Mel? And it could have been five-year-old Mel, yesterday Mel, just any type, any time in your life where you think, I really could have needed that advice. Um, probably my 18-year-old self is decisive no more. I'll probably give it an opportunity to say yes, like, like just learn to say no. <laughs> Can you repeat that one, please, Mel? Like, um, an advice I would give myself is learn to say no more, mm. because they'll give me more opportunities to yes to bigger things. Yeah, that's mm. so true. Because I'm a very people's person, so I'm like, come, let's go drink. I'll be like, oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a people pleaser. Yeah. We've we've been there. Um, I've, I'm still probably in there towards some people, but um, it's getting less and less. And you're so right. It's it's a learning game. Mm. And when you say no to all of these things that don't even do anything positive and effective for yourself, mm. um, you are right. These opportunities come, and you're able to say yes to them. As mm. if you said yes to these other ones, you wouldn't be able to say yes to these. So. Mm. Yeah. Hmm, that's a good one. But yeah, I think it's when we keep learning over and over again. Yeah. But my mom keeps telling me, you know, as you get older, um, it gets easier because you know yourself better yeah. and you know that um, yeah. that you just can't help everyone. And if, if you try to do too much, you end up not helping anyone, right? Because you yeah. burn yourself out. And, and you so. end up like detrimenting yourself mm. in that way as well. So good advice, Mel. Thank yeah. you for that. But yeah, so we're coming to the end of our show. Um, do you have anything else to say, Mel, just about yourself or to um, our listeners out there? Sending my love to everyone. <laughs> mm. 
Thank you. I'm receiving it as well. Uh, so thank you so much, uh, everyone who's come on to listen to Wandering Woman. Um, I've definitely appreciated all of you, um, especially during this time. Hmm. Thanks, Mel, for coming to us um, via the internet to yes. share your your story and your wisdom. And um, yeah, keep safe out there, everyone. Thank you for your time. Kakite. Kakite. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.